Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're at. This is the Democratic Republican Podcast, and I'm your host, the Democratic Republican, bringing you a moderate view in a very divided world. So let's get into it. So have you heard the news? Apparently, we finally did it. We won the war. We have eliminated ISIS in the Middle East. We don't have to worry about them, according to Donald Trump. So, you know, it's a lie. Um, today, it was announced that America is doing a rapid and full withdrawal from Syria. Um, and it is because ISIS was eliminated there. That's a fucking lie. Um, but I'm about to get into that. Um, it was, I guess, a reversal from the United States, the United States stance on uh, influence in the Middle East, which in my opinion, it was a waste of time. And trust me, I know I've been over there. They don't want Walmart. They don't want to live like us. They don't want to live in a capitalist country and they don't want our type of democracy. They just don't want to be under a brutal, crazy fucking dictator. That's it. In a story. So apparently, according to Trump, we eliminated ISIS. But according to many, many news outlets, there is over 2,000 ISIS fighters in one town. On top of that, there is estimates that there are still 30,000 fighters in the Middle East. I mean, come on, man. We know that we did not defeat ISIS. ISIS, to me, was a bigger threat created by the media during the Obama administration. ISIS was never a threat to the United States of America. There was another another growing threat in the Middle East. So let me educate you a little bit right now. I'm going to give you some education. I was in Afghanistan in 2012. Uh, we found many, many flags over there. And I'm not going to give out too much information because I don't know what's top secret or what's not. But I'm pretty sure this is not a top secret uh, thing I'm about to say, but the ISIS flag was found years ago. Now, stay with me. We already know about Al Qaeda. They was the biggest terrorist group. When we think of terrorist groups, we got to stop thinking of nations. We got to stop thinking of armies. It's a difference between the AAA, which is the Afghan army. And it's a difference between ISIS, which is a terrorist group. Like the Ku Klux Klan. The Ku Klux Klan has many members in the United States. Uh, they Their membership has been declining over years because people see how stupid and futile, futile it is to be a fucking racist, especially in the 21st century. Um, but you have to start comparing terrorist groups like ISIS to the Klan. Yes, they exist. Yes, they can cause mayhem. No, they cannot overthrow a fucking government. It's just not going to happen. I think the media blew up this ISIS thing so much that you had people panicking about ISIS and wanting to join ISIS. Fortunately for me, I don't know anybody that joined that stupid fucking gang. I call them a gang. We can call them a terrorist group all you want to. ISIS is a gang. It's a gang that has been smacked the fuck down for I don't know how many years. Obama was giving them the business when he was a president. People, I'm saying this because I don't want you to 
not think of ISIS as a threat. Yes, they are a threat, but they are not an army. So when you have Donald Trump saying, I'm going to send the United States Army, the United States Army to Syria to combat ISIS, that's a stretch. He's not sending the army over there. He's sending some special trained guys that like to run all day in the rain and lift weights and shoot people to go over there and fight a game. You know, in that same breath, he could have, and I would have went, he could have sent the United States Army to Mexico and we could have gave the smackdown to the cartels down there. That was an easy win. I don't know why we still don't do that, but that's another story for another day. But again, he announced today that full withdrawal from um, Syria. And I think uh, we should never been over there. It's none of our fucking business. They don't want our help. Uh, Every time we do help, we just throw gasoline in the fire of our already fucked up international relationships, courtesy of Donald Trump. Another thing I wanted to look at in the news today, because unfortunately we got to keep talking about Trump. Is he about to get arrested? Do you think Donald Trump might be walked out of the White House in handcuffs? Now, I don't think that, but it's getting really, I guess you can say that circle, the Mueller circle. It's starting to widen, but also tighten around the Trump family. They have shut down their foundation. They have flipped their friends, longtime friends. One, the owner of the National Acquiry, he's he's already played his pledge, his allegiance to Mueller. <laughs> uh, his personal lawyer isn't going to jail for three years. Everyone who works around Trump is either abandoning him, distance himself, or they tight lip. They're not making as much noise in the media like they used to. Look at Kellyanne, Kellyanne Conway. When was the last time you heard from Kellyanne Conway? Look at uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the lies that she keeps telling because that's her job to lie. But she gets fat chat so quick now that even she has been silenced. So that circle is just starting to tighten around two individuals that a lot of people have been bringing up in the news. And they're Trumps. One of them is Donald Trump, obviously. The other one is his son, Donald Trump Jr. Um, If you haven't seen Donald Trump Jr., just look in the dictionary at douchebag and his picture probably would be right there. But it's strange because I think he's about to go to jail. Um, I think he is a target in Mueller's investigation. And I think once charges or charges are rumored or possibly brought up against him, that's when you're going to see Donald Trump act really crazy. Unfortunately for the Trump family, they stepped into something they did not know anything about. And that's politics. Politics is a wild, wild west, crazy atmosphere. I thought I was going to come back to my hometown and become mayor and get into politics. I've run into so many corrupt individuals that I just had to take a step back and just think to myself, like, do I really want to be a part of this? I still do, but I I just don't want to immerse myself in it. One guy who I had a long conversation with that I kind of thought could mentor me because I never had a mentor. He's doing six years in prison. Corrupt. So if you are corrupt, which Trump, which Donald Trump already know he is, 
whatever word he want to use for it. Why would you immerse yourself into politics? That is the wrong place for a criminal to wind up because not only that you're fighting 50% of America, you are also fighting 50% of your own base. And they will not hesitate to throw you under the bus if they have to. Once again, if you are corrupt, why would you get into the crazy world of politics? If you have skeletons in your closet, now come on, all of us do. We have all done crazy shit in our life that we regret. We're glad that we didn't get locked up for and hopefully we don't have to worry about again. Every single American has skeletons in their closet. But if you got bit fucking skeletons in your closet, uh, you know, you know, like payoffs, murder, mob associate, you know, you might not want to get into politics, let alone become the president of the United States. So here we are. Moeller has what put one person in jail already, Michael Flynn who I just spoke about, I'm not going to speak about anymore. He's going to jail, but he's disgraced. 33 years in a toilet, 33 years of military service in the toilet. Now you have to start looking around him. The Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the, uh, I forgot that dude's name, the one with a douchebag face, but I can't really say that because that kind of describes everyone in Trump's administration. Um, the people that's around him, Stephen Miller, there you go. But anyway, the people that's around him are, uh, they should be looking into getting lawyers. 